Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Courtney Barnett is a vibrant and talented musical force who lives in Melbourne, Australia. A clever, heartfelt, and amusing lyricist and a guitarist with a gift for arrangements and flashiness, Barnett is rightfully regarded as a one-in-a-million rocker. After releasing a trio of EPs, Barnett truly broke through with her debut album, 2015's Sometimes I Sit and Think and Sometimes I Just Sit, which was critically adored and unquestionably one of that year's greatest records. You can ask anybody in my household. In 2018, Barnett and her band returned with another acclaimed album, Tell Me How You Really Feel, which is out now via her own Milk Records, as well as the imprints Mom and Pop and Marathon Artists. You can learn more about her at CourtneyBarnett.com.au, or you can simply sit back and listen to this short interview I conducted with Courtney about her relationship to success and fame, certain lyrics in her new songs, why she doesn't think talking to people about her songs is as clear as singing those same songs, the city of Toronto, and much more. With in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, and Planet of Sound locations in Ottawa and Toronto, and of course, listeners like you who subscribe to this podcast, download episodes, and make flexible monthly pledges at patreon.com slash Control. This is the 406th episode of Creative Control, featuring Courtney Barnett with your host, me, Vish Khanna. Hi, Courtney. How's it going? 
It's going well, thank you. It's nice to speak with you. Now, where in the world are you as we're speaking? I am currently in Sydney, Australia. And how are things there? Uh, pretty good, you know. It's blue sky. Looks nice. <laughs> now, I, I, I know you're away a lot. I'm not even sure if you're still living there. Do you miss Australia when you're away? Yeah. Yeah, I live in Melbourne, and I miss Melbourne when I'm gone. It's nice to kind of come back. I don't know. I, I kind of just try to enjoy wherever I am <laughs> in the moment. Does that help alleviate homesickness? You just you live in the moment. You're, you're not thinking of home when you're away. Yeah, I mean, I do. I think of it, but um, I don't know. I, I don't really get that homesick. I just um, I kind of I'm a bit of a kind of drifter anyway. So you know, it's always different. <laughs> well, I I want to say uh, congrats on this record and all of your success. I was lucky to see you and your band at the uh, Danforth Music Hall in Toronto a couple of years ago, and it was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> oh, you're, you're welcome. Now, in listening to Tell Me How You Really Feel and reading the lyrics, I can't help but think that you're at least somewhat conflicted about how success has altered your life, perhaps even altered your relationship to playing music. Is, is that off the mark, or does playing music feel different to you now than, than, say, before, you know, sometimes I sit and think and sometimes I just sit, garnered so much attention? Like, do you have a... You, you obviously have a different relationship with music, but... Am I off the mark there in terms of conflict? I mean, I wouldn't say conflict, but yeah, it, it definitely, um, of course it's changed. Definitely changed over the, you know, I probably started playing music when I was like 10 years old. <laughs> so if you consider all of the levels of uh, of change along the way, yeah, it's always kind of growing and evolving and definitely the last couple of years. But yeah, I mean, I think that that's just, part of the kind of evolution and and just uh, life in general changing. Did the sort of response to the last record and the and the touring you did, did any of that surprise you per se? Yeah, I mean it's always surprising when uh when 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 things you write connect with people and you know, you end up playing on a TV show in some other country and I mean you know everything. The everything's surprising. <laughs> <laughs> you find the whole thing a little surprising. Well, I mean, yeah. Imagine like, imagine being totally immune to the kind of being surprised and the wonder of <laughs> of the world. You know, there's so much weird stuff that happens. Not even just in music, just in general life, like meeting people and making friends and falling in love and traveling and, you know, it's an amazing world. You've got to be, got to let yourself be amazed at it sometimes. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree. On one of your new songs, Charity, you sing something that struck me. You sing, you must be having so much fun, everything's amazing, which kind of, that's kind of what you just said in a weird way. That is kind of what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just curious, is that something that someone has said to you about your work? Is this something you have said to yourself about your work? Yeah, it's a bit of both. I mean, it feels like everything on this album has like three different angles and comes from kind of, you know, all these different points of view. I mean, that, yeah, that one's kind of, it kind of comes from a place of sarcasm, I guess. And um, uh, what's the word like um, assumption? But then you know, 
that's the kind of more pessimistic, uh, sarcastic kind of side. You know, if if I find myself in a good mood, then I would definitely look at it from the optimistic uh, side of, you know, the spiel I gave you before. It just depends, uh, depends how you want to take it, I guess, whatever mood you're listening from. Do you, do you think that, um, I don't know if this is necessarily a segue out of what you just said or, or this song, but I'm just curious, do you think public life, working in public, do you think that's something that might be in need of some deromanticization or something? I feel like people think it's all amazing, but in that sarcasm I hear a, a, a kind of pointed response to that perception. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's an interesting, um, it's definitely uh, an interesting thing to pick apart and, and kind of try to learn how to understand. And, uh, you know, just, I think projection and kind of assumption and all those things, I mean, they, they have so much kind of baggage behind them in the first place. So it's kind of, it's like this eternal, you know, conversation and kind of psychological study that you that you know that you could undertake it's too much to even think about or talk about right now but (laughs) definitely it definitely has a lot it has a lot behind it for sure right okay i like that you're in the context of an interview about my record it's this isn't the right time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I find that I find that interesting. You, do you feel like you put it in the song, and that was you conveying it, and the rest is kind of up to us? Well, I mean, I think what I'm trying to say is that I I could just go on thinking about it forever. Like every like, I think that that's my problem with communication and conversation is that I I don't quite know how to like. Uh, how to round something up I could just keep on thinking about it forever <laughs> right do you so, do, do you recall not, go ahead I'm not going to give you like a solid a solid sound bite of an answer because I just have no idea I'll just waffle until uh, you know forever do, do you have any recollection of when you discovered that you could put such a such thoughts into a song lyric and sort of feel more closure, like more done with it? Yeah. Oh, it's never closure. I think it's it's always just a, you know, it's, yeah, it's just a, a step in the kind of direction of understanding, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you at least one more lyric question, because the, I think the lyric, I, yeah. if you don't mind me saying, I think you're a great songwriter. Well, thank you very much. Like you, you have a way with language and words that reminds me of some of the people I most admire in this realm. So I, I just, I can't help since I have you here, you know, I can't help but ask you a couple of questions, you know? I really, of course, that's yeah. why we're here. I really <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> so on the song Walking on Eggshells, you sing something that struck me. Say what you want, don't got a lot. Oh, but what I'd got, I'd give it all away. And, you know, in keeping with my reading of your relationship to maybe success and fame, like, do, is there a part of you that you feel is something of a, I don't know, like a self-saboteur or something? It's so funny. I've never heard those lyrics read out in, um, you know, they sound different. Um, is it the Canadian accent? I know what? I have this accent. It's it's probably that. No, 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 no. I think it's just a spoken word version, you know. 
um, I like it. Oh, good. It, it makes it sound it makes it sound like deeper and more uh, like it has a deeper thought behind it. What was the last sentence you said? The self saboteur. Well, I wonder if you're like. I've achieved something. This line, you know, don't got a lot. Oh, but what I got, I give it all away. At this point, I think you're perceived as having done rather well for yourself. And if you, if we are, if we're to take that literally, I just wonder if you're like, don't care, don't care about it, don't care about the success, don't care about whatever. I just, I could just give it all away. It doesn't matter to me. Oh, I see what you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's less cynical than that. Really, I think it's more. The idea that, um, I mean, it sounds cynical, but it's more that the bigger picture, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> and that does sound kind of cynical, but it's more, I guess, almost like spiritual or something. <laughs> Just that it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like from a minimalist perspective almost, like the stuff, the material stuff doesn't matter. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Do you? Do you sure. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I understand. I just wondered if, because I think you're a very self-conscious writer as well, and I just wonder if you ever feel like you have. Are you familiar with the concept of imposter syndrome? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever? Do you ever feel that all the time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how does that manifest itself exactly? Like, what do you? You're just like I. Do you ever feel like you're not up for this or something? Yeah, oh, I just curl into a ball in my bed, <laughs> go to sleep. I shouldn't laugh. I mean, that's I, how I deal with it. Is, is that is that actually <laughs> is is that fair? Is that a true statement? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. No, I mean, I, I, I hear that in this record. I hear it more than the last record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of yeah. this, like, was this a harder record to make for any reason compared to previous records? Yeah, I think. I think I kind of pushed myself a lot more personally and just kind of found this extra kind of layer of vulnerability that I pierced through and maybe, you know, where before I may have been slightly more, you know, ironic or sarcastic as a way to kind of cover something up. I I tried to not rely on that kind of, tool as much and, and you know kind of push through instead and so yeah I mean it feels kind of vulnerable and I feel a bit more seen maybe which is not a bad thing but it definitely you know took a bit of extra took some extra kind of tears and you know late nights and stuff. <laughs> Was there anything about this time in in our sort of collective timeline or was there anything going on in your life that you can pinpoint that might have how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Sparked that? Sparked that notion to be a bit more vulnerable than you have been in the past? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it was any major, you know, I think just, I think life, I think it's always just kind of the life evolving in general, just, and growing as a human and the world around me and everything I was consuming and the kind of pain I was feeling from all angles, you know, around me from friends to, you know, far away, you know, newspapers. And I mean, it all just kind of, it all builds together, I think. And, you know, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that as time goes on and as I write more albums over my life, it'll, you know, there'll always be something different. I think this one, you know, I guess, you know, I was between my kind of, 27 to 30 years and uh, I don't really know what that means but uh, I'm sure it's something <laughs> all that the satin the satin returns and all that stuff that people talk about in that in that period um, that's a transitional time so, for sure you know, yeah 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 well I do find songs like nameless faceless and I'm not your mother I'm not your bitch to be particularly topical given the conversations we are all having about men holding power over women uh, these days. Can you talk about what inspired those songs, per se? Yeah, I think um, well, Nameless Faces is more obvious and literal probably of, of um, yeah, that kind of hate and, and misogyny and the kind of um, dehumanizing that leads to, uh, leads to violence and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that one's, yeah, a lot more literal. And, yeah, I'm not your mother. I, I think that's... I, I really have trouble explaining and understanding that song. The only time I understand it is when I sing it. Interesting. <laughs> and I, hmm. and it's, it's such a relief, such a, like, huge kind of liberating relief of just this, like, explosion of anger and understanding and... I mean, it seems so obvious what it what it is about, but I just have trouble putting words to it, and it's um, yeah. I, I'm struck by the fact that there's been a couple of occasions here. Where it really sounds like songs are how you articulate yourself the best. It, it seems like, at least from your own perception, is that is that fair to say? Uh, definitely. Yeah. It. I mean, I'm 
I hate talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I never know where it's leading or what I'm, what I'm doing. <laughs> I I, I actually. Is, uh, yeah, I remember coming home after that Danforth uh, music hall show in Toronto and telling my wife, like, I don't think you bantered once. Yeah, I don't see the point. It's just a waste of time. I always <laughs> feel like I let people down when I talk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> That's striking to me. You you strike me as such a witty and funny person in in your lyrics, but. Uh, you're more reserved. That's 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 fascinating. It just speaks to your practice, I suppose. Well, I, I have mentioned Toronto a couple of times, and unfortunately, we're running out of time. I wish we had more time. But uh, what about Toronto as a city? What do you make of the city? Uh, what do you do? You think of the city at all? Like, are there places you want to get to when you're in town, kind of thing? Yeah, I um, I mean, we've spent some some really um, really amazing time there, and um, I don't know. I just I love it. I'm excited to come back, that's for sure. Now, I know you sing, you have sung about things like uh, exorbitant real estate markets, I think. And I think you've talked about, uh, you know, uh, people struggling to find homes for themselves. Have you heard that about Toronto? Like, I feel like everyone's perception of Toronto is very rosy. But Toronto is a big city and it's got its problems. Do you, Are you familiar with any of them, per se? No, I don't. I mean, no, I don't really know. It's kind of, it's hard to... To know, I guess, in a in a place that you don't really live in, or it's um, I mean, I would only assume that that everywhere kind of has the same, you know, it's always the the same story of the rising prices and gentrification yeah. and yeah. and everyone being bought out, and I mean, it's always a similar story. I guess that's why you know a song like Depression or something can relate. So easily around the around the world. Yeah, I think that's true, and I wonder. I felt like you were tapping into something that was going on around the world, even though you might have been speaking of a specific place. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I mean, it's a kind of universal uh, concept, I guess. Yeah. I just remembered is is the silver dollar. Um, is that where the silver dollar is? It was the venue. Yeah, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, it's going to be a condo. Oh, see that. That's an amazing uh that's an amazing memory I have. We played there like I feel like we played there two or three nights in a row. That's, this awesome crowd and Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's uh it's gone that's, now. Uh, yeah. Well there you go. That ties into our last conversation. It does, it <laughs> does. Uh before we go, I was hoping you could pick a song from the new record for us to uh play for people to hear. Um, oh, how about, um, Charity? Charity? Is there any particular reason that came to mind? Um, I just, I have a lot of fun performing it, um, so why not? Okay, that sounds good. This is Charity from Tell Me How You Really Feel by Courtney Barnett. Courtney, this was a great pleasure. Thank you for your time, and best of luck with everything going forward. Uh, thanks so much. Nice to talk to you. Yeah.
Special thanks again to Courtney Barnett. If you want to learn more about her, please visit CourtneyBarnett.com.au. She is amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And I'd like to thank her once again for appearing on this, the 406th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and is available on all iOS and Android platforms and also on things like Spotify and YouTube and Audio Boom. If you can't find an episode that you're looking for, like uh, one of my two interviews with Stephen Malcolmus, maybe, or uh, maybe my Pavement documentary. I don't know if there's any Courtney Barnett fans still hanging out here, but maybe that would be of interest to you. They're back they're in the back catalog of the uh, show, and if you can't find them, then you should be able to find them. But if you can't, if you can't find them, you can easily find them on my website, vishkana.com, where you can also go to learn more about me and sign up for my regularly scheduled newsletter, vishkana.com. You can like Creative Control on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at vishcreative, or follow me at vishkana. You can listen to a radio show version of Creative Control on Wednesdays at noon Eastern Standard Time around the world at cfru.ca or on an actual radio at 93.3 FM if you're in or near Guelph. Also, thanks to everyone who pledges to keep this show going with a, with a Patreon pledge. Please visit patreon.com slash Control to make a flexible monthly donation to keep this uh, podcast going. I have some t-shirts that I offer as gifts, but if you'd like uh, something else, I have records, I have books, I have children. You can't have my children, but I, I we can make it some kind of arrangement, I'm sure. Patreon.com slash creative control make a pledge send me a note like i say we'll figure something out thanks again to all the in-kind supporters of this show pizza trocadero the bookshelf planet bean coffee granddad's donuts and planet of sound thanks to my old friend jim guthrie he lets me use the instrumental version of his song the rest is yet to come to end this show each week and you can learn more about him at jimguthrie.org and finally last but not least thanks to you for listening to this show subscribing to the show reviewing it and rating it positively, telling your friends about the show, downloading episodes of the show. It means a lot, and uh, I hope you'll continue to do so. And that is all I have to say for now. I will talk to you very, very soon. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.